Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage. In the garage tonight, we've got me, this is Eliza, we have Douglas. Yo, yo! Adrian. Hi. Charles. Howdy. Josh. Hello. Bagel. Howdy. And Knock. Yes. What about cream cheese? Oh, uh, You had a lot more time to come up with something better. No, I didn't. Yeah. That we... With a name like Knock, you don't even need a nickname, do you? Nope. No. Is it too short for nicknames? And Well, no. Well, I so, guess. Um, how many knock-knock jokes do you get? <laughs> Millions. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I I, my affectionate name from is Knock-Knock Ding-Dong. It's Ding-Dong, yeah. <laughs> right. She calls me Ching-Chong Ding-Dong, not in public, actually. She's so racist. Oh, my know. gosh. Um. Wow, it wasn't me this time. <laughs> I was up first. But it was about you. It was, uh, it was related. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to get shut down. <laughs> Before we get to what we did today, let's just catch up. Um, last we talked, Megan gave her crash report, yep. and she had surgery, and it went well. She had surgery on Friday. They uh, put her under. Um, it kind of messed her up for the rest of the day, but I'm glad they did because I don't I don't know how well that would have gone mm. when she was awake. <laughs> it was gonna do, take a lot more work to keep her awake and locally anesthetize the the yeah. arm. Uh, so I'm kind of glad they put her under. I'm sure she is too. It's like watching but a horror it movie well. or something. She, they had to drill out a piece in her scaphoid bone and then put a screw in there to pull the fracture together. Um, there was no bone harvesting. As you may have heard in the couple of <laughs> harvesting, bone harvest. Uh, <laughs> right there. I was a little concerned though because she she said when she woke up she had electrical tape on her nipples and a rubber glove sticking out her ass. Well, <laughs> yeah, but that's a usual weekend. Occurrence. That's just sloppy cleanup. <laughs> that's like a so, Tuesday for me. It went well, and uh, the healing is expected to be pretty quick. So probably within cool. about five weeks she'll be. She'll be back on a bike again. So we're not going to sell her dirt bike? No. Okay. Or her street bike. Or her street bike. It's just kind of like I expected. They just ran some drywall screws in there and some toggle bolts. And Very much. Man, I could have done that at home. Yeah. Yeah. Bottle of vodka, exacto knife. <laughs> <laughs> so today we had a bunch of people show up. Who was here? We had um, <clears throat> Frickin' Frat. Frickin' Frack. Uh, Jason. <laughs> Jason. James and Mason doing... Well, James, I want to say, okay, James is getting credit. I told him today that he's the perfect uh, guy to come to the shop because I can vaguely explain something or point at a tool. He can pick it up from there and figure it out and run with it. He's going to college, man. <laughs> he knows. No, he, he's good at this stuff. He, yeah, he picks totally. stuff up very fast, yeah. and I can just kind of like over my shoulder go like, just twist the thingy and you'll figure it out. And he'll figure it out. It, it's a, It's, yeah, so he gets a little gold star on his forehead today. Um, staple it there (laughs) Mason came I don't know what Mason did but he was wearing fabulous purple pants so that's all (laughs) (laughs) they were fabulous oh and (laughs) there's a thing um, they say that uh, like lesbians who live together end up eventually looking like each other well, James and Mason are wearing the same motorcycle boots now, and they live together. <laughs> and they have like oh that, that lesbian <laughs> syndrome happening. They're lesbros. Are they, yeah. like, are they, do they lack synchronize? Lack without consulting the other. Um, yeah. No, I'm sure one got one, and oh, that's cool. How can I get some? Have they synchronized their oil changes yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, don't know. It, I think it's with the moon they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's nearly full, so... And then we had um, Evan came back today. This is the third time Evan's shown up. Evan, who still has, doesn't have a bike and it needs to be forced to. I, to I ride. left for five minutes and came back, and you had Evan already working by the time I get back. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're sitting you're there, a slave Come on driver, over. man. Yeah, 
So when Evan showed up, I said, the third time you showed up, I think that means we got you, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So oh, boy, was hands are greasy. Like, turned away, turned around, and like you said, and he was deep in that motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next time we have to... Um, Adrian, you're going to throw him on a bike, maybe send yeah. him out on the street. Because I yeah, made probably. him ride the XL 175, and he was very shaky. No, that was the bike being shaky. Uh, it was that. <laughs> it was the carb upside down or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's a meeting yeah. for that long. Crisscross carbs. <laughs> I think it's a meeting for that long, but yeah, when he got here, it's like, okay, I need to unload. I got a lot of work today. Here, help me out. And okay, I have to have a bless his little heart moment. So. Let me grab a tool to ex- ex- show you this. Exemplify it. Okay, because visual works so great over the air. You wanna, okay. So we have a socket wrench. So a, I have a socket wrench. A normal wrench. So I said, socket. all right, so since you're here, um, I'll put you, to, put you to work and you can help. I said, I need to take, I was taking the engine apart, and I said, can you take these four nuts off? And I said, use the socket wrench, and I pointed at it, and I said, figure out which one of those sockets fits. Yeah, it's probably eight or ten. Put it, put it on, and then I realized you just kind of, gingerly put it in but didn't snap it in i said no no take it out and you have to snap it in so then he's sitting there and he's i hear i hear this going for quite a while and he says (laughs) i I don't think anything's happening (laughs) and i i look over and he's doing this and then lifting the socket off putting it back down and doing this Lifting it off, putting it back down. Because oh it didn't move God. the other he way. He didn't know how a socket wrench works. A ratchet. Uh, I would this say that'd hard. be the uh, perfect person you need to start coming here. Yeah. So That's who you need to educate. Oh, yes. Yeah, learn. Totally, bring them totally. up to speed. It, it's, it's That's not why it's a, a bless your heart rather than a Yeah, It's not ha, ha, ha. It's, oh, bless your little heart. I said, okay, I'm going to bump you back a grade. And we'll just assume you don't know anything. And we're going to butch you up. Yeah. Yes. After after a month of bike club, you'll be carved out of wood. So yeah, <laughs> so we can't, we can't talk at least. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it may be like um, super glued together and intertwined, <laughs> zip tied and wires, so <laughs> wire together. I think he had fun. He hung out for the longest time he's ever been here. It's always awkward. What's the status with his Nighthawk? Um, his Nighthawk is at a. It's been there um, at a shop since May. And so, in the meantime, the shop got sold to a guy who only wants to work mm-hmm. on Harleys and stuck his bike in the corner and has been ignoring it and doesn't want to work on it. We just need to go get it. Yeah. I know. So he's he's like, I'm just probably going to go get it. The guy said he'll spend 20 minutes and replace the ignition that I bought. But if it doesn't work, I just need to get it just out. Don't, no, don't, don't even have him touch the don't bike. Don't even just have to touch it. Even just go it. get it. Yeah, because if, yeah. if the mechanic touches it, he'll want money for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And he doesn't care about doing a decent job on it either. He yeah. doesn't care about the bike. Get so. it out of here. But I realize that he has no earthly clue how to do a single thing on it if he doesn't know how a socket <laughs> wrench works. So just, you know. Um, yes. <laughs> like we should probably reiterate right, tight, left, loose, things like that. Exactly. I just, I'm just establishing we got a noob. We're going to train him. This is where we're starting at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Lucas came by and he did stuff today. Yeah, um, he since like I said, I came in with a <laughs> crap ton of work to do this week or this day. Uh, he actually helped me by starting to strip apart the pink pony um, and do the valves on it. And he got it down to the point where we we're actually checking the valves. Um, and then he, he didn't check shit, man. <laughs> so he just to took the, the valve covers off, right? Was about to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he got distracted by other projects. Um, but he did help Cheryl, who is also here, and got her. Um, sort of apart for the her 250s low beam was out or maybe the high beam the high beam was out high beam was so out so they replaced the bulb yep but they had to take off the whole front cowl oh because that's a EX basically it's a Kawasaki yeah <laughs> they don't have to but you know hey it's a lot easier well yeah definitely Cheryl does have narrow hands so she yes. maybe could have gotten it up in there yeah but What's well, it's good for her though because she sure got to take that apart and yeah. see what's yeah. going on. I'm sure Lucas was was very willing to help. Yes, <laughs> he was very he was very helpful today. Yes, yeah, he was helpful. He's he's learning more stuff, but um, I want to say the most helpful person award today oh, goes yes. to Knock. Knock. Oh, no. You get that star on your forehead. No, I didn't do shit. I just ate tacos and drank beer. 
Because not no, job, no big You deal. first started coming here. <laughs> it's and, more than the rest of us did. And you would just come at the end of the day and be like, what's up, ding dongs? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like highly apologetic about it. I wasn't just completely brash about just showing up and. No, no, know. no. And you became aware that there's yeah. more you could do and participate. And totally. We didn't know if you knew how to do anything or not. Yeah. And to the point now where, like, you were literally running around and checking on me, Doug, like, everybody <laughs> helping everyone out. It's like my ADD coming back. So I want to give you a little thank you and a little golf clap. Yes, Yay. thank you very much. Uh, I, like helping, I like helping my friends. Like a little like, butterfly, like you have bloomed. Yeah, oh, I need to you. buy you dinner or a blowjob or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> why not? Why not? Um, he's the one, he took over the pig pony and got the valves done. Um Got it running, reassembled, so we can have it for Forest Hill this weekend. It, it didn't blow up either, which is yeah. awesome. <laughs> and Josh was very helpful today, too. The debatable if they're bent or not bars, <laughs> and if Josh did Don't or get not. Me started. <laughs> I, I, I said debatable. But Josh went ahead and we did the whole bend the bars thing that you're not supposed to do. But hey, that's the recycle way, ain't it, Charles? It's better now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the bar is aluminum, but the cross brace is steel, so you'd be all right, <laughs> theoretically. Did you, t- oh, did you tighten the cross brace back up? Uh, uh, oh, maybe uh, not. Maybe not. Uh, that yeah. might be the last. Okay. <laughs> um, and then after he was done with that, I'm like, hey, you're on a roll. Why don't you change the bars out on the other bike? <laughs> like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah, I, I felt good. I got a lot done today, and I didn't do it. It's <laughs> nice. It, let's see. And uh, let's see. What else? Did anyone else work on anything else? Adrian, you did. And um, Doug, you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my CRF in prepping for Forest Hill did um, just maintenance cycle stuff of brakes, oil change, valves, spark plug, um, spokes. Actually, I did spokes last weekend. So just basically a stems astern once over. Which took me longer than I anticipated because I didn't anticipate to get two done. But yeah, and you were always... you were a little concerned about that spark plug. Yeah, actually, um, I have not seen um, a spark plug that that's is that pointed. I'm used to the um, electrodes that are cylinders that come out and they're flat. Do you know mm-hmm. Charles about these iridium spark plugs? Oh, oh yeah, super tiny tip and thin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. they're just fine as long as you replace them with what you had. I didn't touch it. I pulled it out. Went okay. The gap is good. It looks like it's worn. Dear Liza, um, and put it back in. Yeah, those are good plugs. Carry carry a spare when you go up to Forest Hill, just in case. Yeah. What did you do, Doug? Um, I jetted the DRZ again. <laughs> this is but becoming like my FL one seventy five engine rebuild that takes a year. No, but well, this is this is what it takes, though. I mean, you got to do a change and then ride it for a while and see how your gas mileage is doing, see how the engine's doing, and um. I uh, went down from a 45 to a 42 on the pilot, and it's uh, actually a lot more responsive in the low end. So, feels good. And you changed your gearing today. And as I well. changed the gearing too. Yeah, I went from a 15 uh, front sprocket to a 14, and it feels good too. I just lost like five miles an hour <laughs> off the top end, five or ten. Well, whatever. Yeah. yeah, but you really don't need to be going. Yeah, 55. exactly. I can still do freeway, so it's 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 fine. Uh, and then I washed the bird shit off of it. It's all that oh, luck, yeah. all that good luck, man. Yeah. <laughs> Take your good luck and shove it. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that Adrian, your bike, my bike, and Douglas's bike all had bird crap on it, but they all came from different places. And I've, I haven't had bird crap like forever on my bike. Right under trees? Is there a conspiracy? It happened. Is this is this the newest? Yeah, like, getting dicked. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's going around with like carrier like force feeding pigeons, uh, x lax and holding them over the bikes. <laughs> Behold my cloaca! <laughs> 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 you shouldn't know that word. I, it's, it's, I, I like biology was one of my things, man. <laughs> so let's see. Let's talk about yesterday. Knock Jake and I went for a little ride to scout out this potential route for the Timbut 200 um, that we basically didn't do much of the actual planned route and scrapped so pieces of it. For people who didn't hear the last week's podcast, when it summarized the Timbut. Timbut 200 is a crazy idea that uh, we have. Um, Bagel and I have been working on a 200-mile race for under 200 cc. It's not a race. It's a competition. It's a rally. It's a rally. Spelled (laughs) R-A-C-E. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, 
and trying to come up with uh, beautiful scenery and mountain twisty roads and valleys and no freeways. Oh, and ocean and a whole bit. So it'd be a nice touring ride. Yep. Uh, but trying to get everywhere without freeways when we have mountains and oceans and everything to hmm. crisscross through. Vast we'll farmlands too. But um, farmlands. <laughs> I had, I'm going to say mechanical issues that were very distracting for me, which is one of the reasons why we didn't do the entire route because I was getting frustrated. What bike were you on? My Versus. You were having mechanical issues? Not with the bike. You, had, you were having gadget issues. With the passenger? No. No. But Fargo. if you go on Facebook, you'll see the selfie that Jake and I took <laughs> while riding. I did. Minus <laughs> the gloves. Yeah, I've seen that. Where were yeah. the gloves? you got to be taking okay, care look. of her. In my defense, she started out the ride with gloves, but after lunch, I didn't notice she didn't have her gloves on until we were riding and I saw the selfie. Mm. <laughs> Where but, did they go? But as I said, we I wasn't planning on crashing, so it was fine. Um, <laughs> so, Funny now. No, my, my mechanical issues, uh, the first problem is I was using my phone as my navigation device. She had farkle fuckery. Every time. <laughs> Every time my phone went over a bump, the bike went over a bump, it would turn off. I was oh. getting very frustrated trying to navigate. How do you live? <laughs> I don't know. All those, how do those people not. live all those years without cell phones not yeah. turning off when they get bumped? What? Other side. What? Your pen is in your ear. Oh, my missing pen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so that was very distracting and frustrating because we're trying to follow this route of which mm. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, the phone was turning off. So that was frustrating. The second thing is, okay, and this is just my own issue, but it's just an example of, right, you have to have everything just right to p be paying attention. Yep. So I have my glasses are actually bifocals with a split in the middle. For some reason, with the helmet I'm wearing, it pushes my glasses upwards so that the split in my bifocals is right in my line of vision. Oh. Which means then I have to tilt my head down and look over the top of the glasses and just right underneath the top of the helmet. So I have this little slit of vision <laughs> as we're navigating these roads. And I had to keep open my face shield, put up my sun shield, pull my glasses down and that would last about a mile oh man Dang. so that was getting very frustrating so i'm gonna have to get like riding specific glasses get rid of this bifocals that's stuff. what i have done you yep. did the same thing wider temples i, I bought i mm -hmm. bought some glasses without my bifocal just yeah. just my distance vision and mm -hmm. i left my bifocals at home and i can't read a damn thing today see this is, <laughs> old, this is old people problem y'all don't when understand you're driving riding if yeah. you have your bifocals on you look down to check your mirror because you think there may be an officer of the law behind you the split in your glasses the split in your helmet the mirror you can't tell if that's a ski rack, it's it's lights, <laughs> yeah. it's a 12-year-old strapped to the top of the car. Get a set of non-bifocals to ride. You got to do it. That's why I started with glasses in the first place, because I yep. couldn't tell that very important ski rack light bar distinction. <laughs> buddy of mine was on the banking at Daytona. He, he, he's on a Ducati. He's hauling ass. He's and whenever he would get on the banking, his vision would blur. He couldn't see anything. Then he'd come off the banking. Everything was fine. Oh, because he was looking he at the bank. He came into the pits. He started talking to folks. One of the guys there was an optometrist who said, your bif your contacts are weighted. And when you're pulling G's on the bank, they're not <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. <laughs> wow. So yeah, his that, choice was... Wait, why was there an optometrist there? Because <laughs> they have the money to raise. He's making like, money. They have the money to raise. Nice. Now, now, the bad part of the optometrist was she was a very nice young lady, and they started dating afterwards. And he said, we had to quit dating because whenever we are in the sack, she would say, do you like it this way or this way? Wow. So he pulled the contacts out, finished the race, did just great. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, weighted lenses. Uh-uh. Go with glasses, just like Adrian said. Hmm. Yeah. And then my last issue, so this is an update on to built or not. So I had previously purchased one of the built helmets with the integrated Bluetooth blah blah which is great because on the way out when my phone wasn't shutting off, I was listening to music and having a good time. At some point in the middle of the ride, I went to flip my face shield up, and the lever was gone again. <laughs> this oh, is the man. problem that happened the last one that I returned. 
that the lever that you have to push it is it just flew off in the wind so then i couldn't flip my face shield up and that annoyed me <laughs> is it a yeah. full face or modular modular or, okay Hmm. So that was my other thing. I was just I was just annoyed with that. I was annoyed in my phone, and that bagel is why we never actually completed the whole route. But we had a nice ride. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake had fun. Every now and then, out of the corner of my eye, I'd see her little hands out as she was pretending to fly in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> what do you think? Did you have fun on the ride? Not. It was cool. I liked doing caramel. Um, I remember having a large breakfast brunch thing, <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh, dude, I'm just way too full to be." going fast so i just went my fun regular scanning the route pace you know so i want to point out that so we went up to carmel valley it's above carmel and i said there's this little cafe i've always seen i'm just curious about it's called like kathy's little kitchen (laughs) yeah and we go in it's just this tiny like three table little kitchen and we look at the menu and not goes eh it's mexican food and i look at it it's just like taco burrito quesadilla hamburger cheese grilled cheese just basic fare just to preface i i love mexican food but i would just i wasn't feeling we it, eat it all the time we eat all the time so yeah. then he's like well there's this other saloon type thing down the street all right fine well let's go there we go down there and this is a beautiful restaurant and outdoor seating we sit down they hand us the menu what's on the menu <laughs> burritos tacos <laughs> quesadillas burgers and grilled cheese for ten dollars more yeah <laughs> But you got a blitz, which was amazing, apparently. I just thought it was so funny. It's yeah. basically the same menu, but just $10 more. But we had was a nice the uh, Running Iron restaurant for those folks who don't know? The yeah. Running Iron. It's oh, a good I place. I saw that yeah. today, yeah. Hardy, greasy spoon type place. Got, they got a little bar inside if you wanted to. I fought the temptation to get a Bloody Mary. <laughs> so um, so we were scouting out the potential route for the Timba. And Bagel, you did that today. And in a nutshell, yes. what did you discover? Well... I I started by going down Highway 25, which is the original route that I had thought of, because mm-hmm. I've always had fun riding on that road, um, even on smaller bikes. Um, but the thing is that all the roads going to 25 and 25 itself are 55 plus the whole way. And by plus, I mean there are locals and sport bikes that go very, very fast on that road. So <clears throat> I... The, the the farther I went along there, the more I was thinking, you know, this really is not a good road for a small bike ride um, because we're going to need to accommodate bikes that are, are not capable of 55 miles an hour from what I understand. so Yeah, my 175, I think, in a full tuck, I can get up to maybe 46. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's not going to be an, a good road for that. And then, that's going to be a challenge, actually, on a lot of the roads um, because any any major thoroughfare that goes from one place to another in that part of the state looks seems to be 55 so we're gonna have to find i think the the kinder gentler 55 mile an hour roads to to choose but i i did uh, i did carmel valley and and uh and river road um i like them both they they're they're very travel very little um, mostly local farm traffic although there were a bunch of yahoos on river road i noticed who were going pretty fast um so we need to take that with a grain of salt um there there were some very nice stretches on both roads uh, although i noticed on on uh, a carmel valley road there were a couple sections that were pretty rough um, including one section that where the pavement had like melted and been pushed up into big heaves and valleys mm-hmm. and stuff. Yep. And, uh, although that may have been only going in the northbound direction. I didn't see if the southbound direction was also affected like that. Um, but that was pretty dicey when I went over it. Um, see, I like that amount of dicey. Yeah. <laughs> Just well, like, like on River Road, Knock was like, I don't think it'll be good. It's too windy. Small bikes will be blown around. <laughs> That sounds great to me. That's some challenge. <laughs> well, it's it's, it's fast a, moving pickup trucks. I think is to avoid, but yeah. wind, sure, why it, not? It's a lot less windy on River Road than it was farther in the valley. I'll tell you that much. Okay. <laughs> um, we I, I, came, I came back up uh, one hundred one after I did a big loop there and um, coming home, and it was it was just crazy headwinds the whole way. Yep. Um, yep. So so I think if we if we go down River Road. Um, 
that will be that will be with the wind, but it won't be as bad. And coming if we come back on Carmel Valley, that will block most of the wind from what I noticed. You know what I'm it's thinking? Set um, down in the valley. There's this uh, competition, some eco challenge thing where people have to run and hike and bike and kayak, and it's this big race thing that for extremists, right? And mm-hmm. ice climbing, whatever, all this stuff. And one year, this one person blew everyone out of the water, and they claimed cheating because in the kayaking part, we have to like kayak 30 miles or something. Mm-hmm. He pulled out a kite. He had ah. packed on him. <laughs> set it up and took nice. off. I'm wondering if we plan it the right direction, I might use a kite with my bike. <laughs> Is that I would, cheating? I would Dude. ride the ride. I'm not planning on it, but I would do it just to see you fail at that. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, the bike you, is probably you, going I, light, uh, and you, if you get a good wind, you might actually go from ground-based vehicle to an air-based vehicle. <laughs> yeah. well, what you what you need to do is you need to go to Burning Man with that and practice that on the playa before you take it on the road. <laughs> Although, on a side note, I have to say, have you ever heard of, you ever know what an ape is? It's a little three-wheel truck that oh. Right, yeah. I saw a video this past week of one that had a paraglider sail on the back of it, and they drove the truck and got enough speed to catch air and flew off. Apparently, they had a propeller in the back of the truck, too, <laughs> and were flying around in an ape as a paraglider. Wow. wow. It was awesome. Wow. <laughs> this is turning into a Hollywood movie. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> Well, but back to the tin butt. We'll we'll keep working on. I think we'll have a lot of fun. Yeah, the the real challenge finding routes. Yeah, the real challenging part is trying to find a non freeway route past uh, Salinas and uh, uh, what's. That next Castroville. Town. Castroville. Yeah, we had an issue trying to get back to Santa Cruz off highway too because it forced us to go around Pinnacles. Is that what it was, or around Salinas? Yeah. Yeah. So I even, you, know. you guys, I was trying to like find a shortcut, and I even went through like uh, the apar- apartment complex to a like a <laughs> cornfield and tried to hop a railroad track. Like the road we want is right over there. Yeah. 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 Like oh, oh we could put some bricks up on the railroad track to so people can cross it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it was pretty sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> another another road that I checked out was uh, Laurelis Grade, I think. Mm-hmm. Laurelis, yes. And uh, I don't think that's going to be good for small bikes, too. It's very steep and 55 miles an hour, and people haul ass on that road from what it looked like. So, yeah. That's, um, the, uh, that's a lo- one of a uh, local sport bike road where guys can I believe it. There, so. And yeah, that would be a meat grinder with little bikes trying to get up and over that. So. I All don't right. think that's a good idea either. We'll keep working on it. In the meantime, yep. we'll have nice little rides to figure it out. Yep. So, Charles here. Oh, did you have another? Oh, just one other thing I wanted to mention no, no. is that um, if if the well, I, I stopped in Greenfield for for lunch um, and to get gas <clears throat> when I was down down at the the bottom part of the route, um, and it seems like. Every restaurant in Greenfield is Mexican is Mexican restaurants. Yeah, so, so if we stop there for lunch, there's going to be Mexican, Mexican, or Mexican, or Mexican, or Mexican, or Mexican. That's another Mexican. challenge. How much burrito? Actually, can you... there's a subway there. Yeah. Oh, there is. There I is. missed that. I was looking for one. I missed it. But it's, it's there. Oh well. Oh, I'm mean, saying that would be the challenge too. You get a burrito and see how long you could hold it to the next. Uh, no. <laughs> I think we call that race the burrito. Race yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're in, you're in a different timetable at that point. So, Charles, this is your first time joining us for the podcast, but I've known you longer than all these Bucketheads together. Yeah. That's uh, a long time. Hmm. Pretty, pretty much know. my wife's hope is that I die in a fiery crash. She gets married to you, and y'all raise my kid together. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you could say we're close. There's <laughs> an agreement we have because he figures that I would be the best replacement with the least amount of change to his son's life. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. We have wow. similar toys and taste. Oh, I reckon so. <laughs> Yeah, it was that Corvair van you bought. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Eight doors, no waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Corvair Monza. We just think alike. <laughs> so let's do a little get to know Charles. Charles, how long have you been riding? Uh, started in 1977. I can't quite do the math at the moment. That's good enough. A while. What was your first bike? My first bike or the first bike I rode? Because I don't think anyone Both. really... Uh, we stole my buddy Pat and I stole his kid brother's 175. Pat had a 250, and we we're on little Yamaha DTs riding around in the woods behind my house. 
Nice. It was pretty spectacular. <laughs> I bet. Yes. The best bike is indeed a stolen bike. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the first bike that you bought with your own money? The first, or somebody else's money. The first bike I bought with my own money was a $200 RD400. You got to be kidding Yikes. And uh, I, I bought it from this gal that was my hairdresser at the time, and went in to complain to her two days later said you know it's not running there's something wrong with it you told me it's just the battery and all of her friends said oh no she used that two hundred dollars to buy a shotgun killed herself and i thought <laughs> it was the bike it was the bike the bike drove her to it oh wow, wow. Uh, about three thousand dollars later it ran for 15 minutes before it blew up again oh. <laughs> oh, damn. Jeez. i went on to race it for the next five or six years what was nice. the problem? The problem is old RD400s are crap. <laughs> uh, Two-stroke technology is very interesting. Uh, it had hold pistons. It had a bent crank. Uh, cylinders had been bored by someone else. They were not parallel. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. a, few, a few degrees off on one side. Oops. But I kept throwing money, throwing money, throwing it. Finally evolved it into a bike that I could, could do pretty good, get quick on. Uh, came in second at Daytona on it in the amateur class. Nice. Wow. Um, and I don't know why I kept it going. I think I sold six of them at one point, all running and licensed to a kid for the $200 I initially bought it for. I was thinking about getting a shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what bikes do you currently have? Well, I rode over on a 2012 Super Tenere. I I really like it. It gets, gets from here to there. I've got a 92 FXR Harley. Got a. Is that two, the same one you've had all along? No, no, I had a Sportster. The Sportster and, and, used to wheelie. Well, I was I was telling I've Adrian. Seen him wheel it. Adrian yeah. made some comment about Harley's being slow because she's stu- stuck in line. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I was stuck in a tire line behind a Harley guy, and it's like and they're even slow here. I, I, I suggested <laughs> uh, reach out to Mike Hardcore. He's got a video of me going in front of Pergolasi's Cafe, and all you can see is oil pan for about thirty seconds. <laughs> But nice. got rid of that, and I thought, oh, you know, no more Sportsters. I'm out of Harleys, and I miss it. There's something about them. They rattle your brain chemistry. <laughs> Anyone can take a Ducati up into the hills and go quick. You, you go quick on a Harley, all the people, uh, how'd you do that? <laughs> we got a 52 matchless G80S. It tries to kill me every time I ride it. I really enjoy that bike. <laughs> um, I'd like to see you and our friend Kevin. Oh, me and Dad, yeah. Those. Yeah, that guy can rally a fat old Harley. Like nobody's business. It's, uh, it, yeah. it's a lot of fun, but new modern stuff's a lot more fun. Uh, I'll put it that way. Keep going. Is that all you have? I've got that KTM. I've got a, I don't know, 2004, 525. Yeah. I bought it with the idea of going dual sport rides and had yeah. a little 300 two-stroke that I could jump on and do pretty good stuff at the park. And I don't need two dirt bikes. I'll get rid of the small one and keep the... That's crazy talk, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with multiple dirt bikes. Got a, I've got a Norton P11 project that's been going on for oh, about six sweet. years now. Um, matching numbers, matching frame, blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to turn it into a cafe racer to really upset the folks at the Norton Club. <laughs> it's perfect. Why did you cut it up? Well, you know. Why not? Because fuck you, that's why. We've got a 76 or 75 CB175 that was road racer for a while. Sort of yeah. a scrambler at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh. He doesn't think it would make, make it 200 miles, though. Well, who cares if it makes it? <laughs> uh, uh, I, yeah, the whole idea of 200 miles on a small bike, that just, uh, I've done that. I'm, I'm, no, no thanks. <laughs> Is that it? Is that all you have right now? I think so. It doesn't count m- my wife's bikes or my kids' bikes. Those those are separate. Right. Wait, your kid, this is the saddest story ever. Saul is now seven, eight. 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 Saul, who from birth, what new was given motorcycles this kid had a motorcycle rocking horse thing yeah rocking motorcycle this kid was destined to be a great rider this is kid is what all of us wish we had a daddy who just gave us motorcycles from birth this kid has the least interest in motorcycles now he's punishing you well he tells me he likes to ride on the back he he, he really enjoys this part For of now. the super tenere and and I didn't want to be that dad, the soccer dad, or the little league dad, the whatever. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So totally, he's, he's got. Tell an, that to Mr. Hayden. He's yeah. got an Oset, which is a little electric dirt bike, and he's got a PW50. And when he comes to it, when he decides he wants to, I'll happily let him. I'm not going to push him. I've told him 
I'll support you in any hobby you take up. But if you take up my hobbies, you'll have the best gear out there. Exactly. <laughs> I hope you come That's around. cool, man. I hope, I hope most, for your sake you come yeah, around. Well, most kids don't have that choice, and they get kind of pushed into it. And, and, you know, it's or, or the opposite, yeah. but, which was me. I mean, overprotective Jewish mother, stay away from motorcycles. <laughs> man, if she'd have let me have a taco mini bike when I was 12 years old and I'd have broke my arm like everybody else, I'd have been over it. Yeah. Now, it's in the blood. It's yep. in the soul. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mazel tov to that. So, <laughs> Maybe. before we get to the last question, does anyone else have a question for Charles? Yeah, how long have you been riding dirt? But, uh, you know, well, right. since he so, stole a bike when well, he was 12. No, okay. no, no. I, well, I, I, I mean, rode okay, in. there's riding dirt as in, like, just going to the backfields, but then there's actually... And, and there's really right, riding. motor yeah. coaster. So, when, when I, before I moved out here in 2000, I was living on a ranch with ex-wife. We had a... A short track, a through the woods track. All my buddies would come over on Sunday. We'd ride dirt bikes. It wasn't really riding dirt bikes. I got out here, road raced with AFM for a while. It got boring. There's this fellow, Phil Douglas. I think he's mm-hmm. been here once or mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. He said, You know, you got an XR650. You ought to take it to the desert. Mm-hmm. So my first real dirt ride was chasing him around the Mojave Desert on basically a super motard. Nice. And, and you're still alive to tell the tale. Six years ago. <laughs> And I've got to where I'll go out. I, I did the sheet iron last year without even thinking about He's it. He's got the shirt on to prove it. Oh, sorry. Uh, Can you explain what a sheet iron is? The Oakland Motorcycle Club, for apparently many, many years, has been running a uh, – it's not a race. There are no prizes <laughs> awarded. A off-road dual sport ride from Stonyford to Fort Bragg, spend the night, so that's about 150 miles, turn around the next day and come back. It's kind of a fun ride. But you have roll charts. You have – First time I did it was was horrible. I, I destroyed a motorcycle, took it back in, got it fixed, got it working again, took it back out, destroyed it a second time, and said, ah, the hell with this. Um, last ride, we were in by 3 o'clock in the evening saying, hey, let's go out look for bars. Let's go do stuff. So the more you ride in the dirt, the more you learn. I learned road racing, and then I got into dirt bikes, and I got kind of bored with the track. Did the sheet iron with two buddies of mine, Gino and Fish. Uh, Gino was Phil's riding mentor. The last sheet iron he did, he was 84 years old. He oh, told man. me, you know, if you'd stop thinking so much, you'd go a lot faster. <laughs> and so I'm following this guy. And I'm, that seems hey, to be our motto. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching him slide the front and the rear around corners. He's hauling. And he'd stop and wait for me at every intersection. As soon as I showed up, he's off and gone again. So he told me when he, at night, he said, you're wasting too much of your energy. You're trying real hard, and you're throwing the bike around you, and you're just just flow with it. Go. Save your energy. Huh? He said, let me tell you the story of the two bulls. <laughs> huh? That, well, was, there, that yeah. was bulls, not bulls. There's yeah. an so old you know. bull and a young bull yeah. standing on top of the hill, looking down in the valley at all the young and, and the young, the young bull, bull says says run on down now i'm gonna run down there and fuck me one of them cows <laughs> and the old bull says no son we need to walk down there we fuck them all you got it not <laughs> <laughs> so whenever i'm riding that's going through my head i mean it's i got back onto the road race track for a track day and and i watched I no idea how the bull story relates to riding okay. <laughs> no i don't no, no, no. get it yeah, you, get you it. need totally to save your energy and instead of farting around and worrying about am i going to hit that ride or this stump or that. just go straight and go over it all so i'm on the road race track and i'm watching this guy in front of me and every time he goes around the corner the rear slides a little bit and he tenses up and jumps and looks around and woo and i'd pass him and then he'd get on the straightaway on his big ninja scepter 1000 whatever and he'd burn, and he'd burn right scepter. past me <laughs> <laughs> and we'd get to the same corner and he'd get out of shape and he'd just uh, tense up and i'd cut under him keep going so on the last lap i thought i'll give him something to think about and i set the front and the rear loose and kind of slid around him on the outside on the gas with the with the tires all smoked up and and got on the straight and took off and we came in the track and he said man i was sure you had crashed how can you do that dirt riding translates to the street Anything you learn sure. at Hollister, indeed. anything you learn indeed. at Metcalf well. improves your street skills. Knock, you're over there saying indeed. Does that mean you've learned how to crash better? Yes. <laughs> that too. That too. Yeah. Actually, yes. <laughs> I'm good at tucking and rolling a lot better now, I guess. <laughs> my, my old racing mentor used to say that. He'd yeah. say, you're going around a corner on the track, and, and, and you get this special feeling right before you crash. <laughs> yeah. He says, right before you crash, you know, something puckers up or something tenses and he said, so then you crash. The next time you go around that corner, 
you go till you get that feeling and roll off just a little bit and that's the fastest you can go around the corner yeah. so wait your advice to me is crash on every corner of the track yeah then you'll know how fast you can go <laughs> <laughs> see my thought usually before i crash is wow i'm going really good I was going so fast. <laughs> Mine no, no, is usually so like, so oh, wow, this is... crash is going really well right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to just, even though this is all like going to just roll, it'll seem like one long conversation. But first, let's get to what is your up the butt bike? Well, I'll preface that with, and, 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 and no offense against anybody, I consider that a one-way valve. <laughs> Yeah. Anyhow. Everybody's got a price. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has a price. I, I, I was thinking about this when you're telling me, and, and my initial thought was they're remaking the Hesketh Vampire. You know, how cool would that be? Formula One technology, James Hunt, cool hmm. bike from the only 20 made. And then I realized no, no. My up the butt bike, my my I'll do anything to have this bike yeah. is is the one that does everything. The one that I can Somebody take for a street that. ride. So the one that I can take dirt riding. <laughs> the Swiss Army bike. I can take exactly. They don't exist. It's just not out there. Yeah. Yet. No, it'll never be out there. It'll never it'll, be out there. Yeah, this is yeah, There's true. nothing that combine all those technologies. <clears throat> never what's, say never. What's really good for jumping doubles at, at, at the motocross track just will not work at 140 miles an hour. But if there was one, one factory bike that you can have... It always comes down to that, I think, right? The closest thing. I know a distant second from what you want it to well, be. I guess, but like, I guess at the moment, that'd be the Super Tenere that I'm riding. Yeah, that's pretty good. Except right. I bought it, and no one had to give me a colonoscopy. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> He's giving away for free. Yeah. <laughs> so let's take a moment and do our... Dueling Craigslist Porn Pick of the Week. So we've got, all right, dueling porn picks. That means we've got two porn picks that are about to happen. Uh, Josh, you went to what city? Seattle. And Bagel, you went to what city? Uh, this is in Bywater, uh, Louisiana. All right, so uh, Charles, since you're new to this, our Craigslist Porn Pick of the Week is where we find a Craigslist ad for a motorcycle under $500 just to show that there are deals out there to be had. When we do the dueling porn picks, that means they're going to each describe what they found, and then we are going to vote who found the best deal. Got All it. right, so Josh, what did you find? I found a 1980 Suzuki GS850L. You lose it right away. For, t- <laughs> for $250. And it's, and it's And it's really pretty looking. It has a box. And it has only 8,000 miles on it. What's the butt? What? what? But it does... He says... Um, well, so all the like electronics work. And it's something? a new... Uh, yeah. and, and it's a new battery and all the electronics work. But he says it could be an easy fix, but it doesn't run. He's a car guy. <laughs> So wait, eight thousand miles. Yeah, eight thousand two hundred sixty-two miles. That means that forty-nine thousand miles ago, the cable broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really, it's actually pretty, in pretty good shape, for an, for a nineteen eighty bike. That is heinously ugly. It's an ugly, bu- it's an ugly Although bike. You can see his itself. reflection in the tank. You know, he gets points for that. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing clothes. Uh, yeah, it's pretty Minus ugly. For that. It's an ugly bike. By design, but it's in really good shape. I got a thing for other days. It proves you can <laughs> polish a turd. <laughs> well, there, there's got to be a butt like back fees or something. Well, I mean, it doesn't. No it doesn't. It terrible, doesn't run. It's it's out of state. It's out of state. state. When you well, move it into that state, could mean so much a, for the fees. That's true. Different things. That's true. But it's. Crank he said it's just out. been like put in storage and then. Yeah. That's that. Carburetors so. are gummed up. Doesn't you know, turn right, over. So you lose it. Bagel, you know the bike that's sitting out here against that fence. That's a an eighty something GS five fifty L. Yeah. Well, it's, no, but it's interesting. All right, Bagel. What did you find? So I found a nineteen seventy five Kawasaki G five rat bike slash bobber. What? <laughs> oh, I don't even know what a G5 Somebody's is. project. Well, just listen. This is a cool little bike. <laughs> it's not super fast or comfortable, but it's definitely unique. Oh, it's no. a 100cc two-stroke dirt bike turned rat bike. 
<laughs> Street no. legal. Uh, I like it, it because it's insane. It it's runs. Heavy. It's actually kind of bomb-proof, all things considered, and you're guaranteed not to see another one like it. <laughs> I picked it up at a Barber Vintage Festival last year just to ride around for the weekend, It's and it's been neglected in recent months, with the exception of me riding it around the neighborhood every once in a while to keep it running. Come check it out. Prices or best offer. Text or email with any questions. He's asking 500 All right. So, I'll Charles, that show that to Charles. Charles, we'll let you... Yeah. Vote which of these. Um, while he's looking at that, Adrian Douglas, not, what do y'all think? I don't know. I got Five hundred dollars for somebody else's project bike. Yeah, I got yeah. a thing against the GSs too. I don't know. I mean, I, I'll admit, and that's if I fault. if I wanted, I know, if I wanted a flipper, I'd grab the GS. If I just wanted another stupid bike to park in the corner and pull out once a month, yeah. it'd probably be this other crazy thing, but. I don't know. So, Charles, what do you think? Well, you know, I relayed the story about the RD400. Don't buy anything that doesn't run. Just flat out, even at 500 bucks. If you can go look okay. at it and, and in 30 seconds go, I see the problem. I can have this running in 10 minutes. No problem. If it doesn't run, no. Now, the Kawasaki, is it's a two-stroke, and it'll probably run for about 30 more minutes. <laughs> it'll be fun 30 minutes. Here, here's yeah. my guess, though. The guy with the, eight, with the 850 probably paid $800 for it and has taken a hit. Yep. The guy with the mm. the two-stroke paid 100 for it and is trying to make yep. 400 yep. bucks yep. off the deal. I'm with yep. you there. <laughs> I agree. It's a $550. Who are we going to reward? It's an 850 It's an 850 Yeah. Oh, I heard 550 No. Yeah, $850. Oh, I'm sorry. It's got that nice box with the backrest now, now, on. <laughs> if you were just thinking... 250 Sold. If you were just thinking, I'm going to part them out on eBay and make money... A Suzuki's going to make you some money. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that Suzuki. I'm if you want to ride ready. it, you need something cool in the corner. Wait, wait. As I look around, there's something cool in every corner in here. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, if you're picking it up as a deal to potentially use as a regular thing, yeah, the Suzuki. So. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll probably go with the Suzuki though. The other one, I'm very interested in. <laughs> I want to see photos of this thing. Say. Who's got the photo? The Suzuki yeah, is pretty cherry looking. Have to say, you guys both found interesting things. Yeah, let me see this picture of this. Probably sell the top box off the bike. Suzuki. Oh my god! Yeah, the dirt <laughs> has a green tank and a pink seat. Oh, oh there's only one photo of this thing. What's a couple? We can. It's got through. like a pillow strapped to the seat. No. <laughs> <laughs> a pink pillow. Then. Yeah. I like how it's photoed right next to a oh nice triumph. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this thing is a POS. Now all we got to do is strap a mattress to it and call it a hovercraft. <laughs> 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 Go fund me. I've got a tarp on oh there. Oh, my and God. Look at this thing. Let me pass yeah. it around. Let's see. Um, oh, that's a giant front wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Is this thing even street oh. legal? I don't see a plate on it. It probably is in wherever Backyard you found Backyard Billy it. Bob bike. Yeah. But maybe it doesn't matter in Louisiana. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, that's side. Actually, that like, side pick isn't that bad. Technically, if it's 75, it does require turn um, There's signals. no clearance on that rear there, fender, though. I don't know if anybody really cares anymore. They eat Nutria down there. That's yeah. I think I could do something with this. It runs. Yeah, yeah I, I push it off a cliff. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might be a lot of fun, though. Or we could strap I, a kite to it. <laughs> I like it. So um, we had some emails I wanted to... Yay, emails. We love emails. Um, One thing I did want to say, I did an interview for someone else's podcast this weekend, um, just talking about the Recycle Garage and and how it works and how it came to be. So you can check out Motorcycle Radio Podcast. It's a new podcast. Um, Ken over there runs that. He was a pretty cool guy. So if you can't get enough of me... (laughs) <laughs> oh boy! Oh, no comment. Um, we lost about eight hundred views right there. <laughs> Assuming we had eight hundred. So this is a question that came up. I don't think I covered this. No, I didn't cover this. Um, uh, Tim sent in uh, uh, information on these. It's called G Form Pro X Knee Shin Combo Pads that you can buy on eBay for about a hundred bucks. And basically, cool. there are these shin guards. That um, gform.com. Go to gform.com. Check that out. And um, it's that material that's soft uh, until impact and then it hardens. D3O armor. Yeah, yeah. And so he was just wondering, like, because he found he found them in a bicycle shop and he was wondering would these be suitable Mm. for motorcycling? Mm. 
Um, I don't you know. Could, it couldn't hurt. I, I, I would mean, say yes. We um, could strap some to Lucas and send him down the road. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd want to see the material that's holding them together. Um, it looked like a leather, sort of flexible material. Yeah. What the abrasion resistance on that is. Because as soon as that abrades, whatever mm. the interior will come popping out. But in terms of the impact, um, I'd love to see what the CE rating and the rest of them is. I'm highly intrigued, mostly because yeah. I'm finally glad that there is change in the body armor market. Mm. We're not just styrofoam and hard plastic Instead anymore. of being the yeah. hard plastic that's articulating. The, yeah. yeah. I saw some elbow pads of the same material at We All Ride. <coughs> and I was poking at it going, what is this stuff? So, um, I, yeah, I guess it's something new. I'll have to keep an eye out for it. Um, and then our, our buddy Roland uh, sent me a tip. He's like, um, for those bent bars on your bike, he said, uh, it's it's not 100% recommended to straighten aluminum bars, but <laughs> <laughs> if you're like me and you want to make parts last longer, uh, he says go to Home Depot and get a one and a half inch fence post or seven or six or seven feet long. Yep. Costs like five or ten bucks and they fit right over your grips perfectly. Yeah, but how do you nice. hold the front end enough? Oh uh, to... well, what we did when we bent it today, I stuck a two by four through the forks, slid uh, it up to the bottom of the triple tree, just stuck my thigh against it to keep it from moving, so where I wasn't twisting the right, forks. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Um, Same thing worked for subframes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then we also had. <laughs> Leverage. Oh, so our friend Dylan, he uh, got back to me um, about Craigslist and uh, how I was getting so frustrated with Craigslist <laughs> ads and the Yahoos who don't or show up when they say they will. Crotchety old, yeah. Um, he said, yeah, just make appointments when it's only easy for you and you can just be sitting on the couch like watching cartoons expect people to flake basically mm-hmm. if they really want it they'll they'll find you they'll come to you but I, I still have a problem accepting the fact that it's okay that people are flake but I, this is the new thing now I guess the anonymity of the internet and such you just accept it and if you set your expectations low enough they'll never be broken um, and as for <laughs> last week, our porn pick was an XR80, and we were questioning, like, eh, are those good for adults or not? He says, hell yeah, that he um, he loves the XR80s to do rear end slides on a TT or flat track to learn how to move a bike around. Told you. Mm. Told you I'm not crazy. Okay. This is coming from Dylan. Do you realize how... No offense, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> um... If you put Dylan and like James and me together in the same room, he'll look like a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's a little on the small side. <laughs> okay, but yeah, <laughs> so, so XR eighties are good for learning. He was saying, go out there sure. and use them or, and, and throw them around. I can see that. Yeah, I can. See but that. Uh, our, our knees are going to be hitting our chins. Yeah, for us <laughs> tall folk, mm-hmm. or us super tall folk. Actually, when I ride those, I just put my knees over the handlebars and then back to the oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like though the, to be fair like the motorcycle <laughs> that was how I rode a big wheel when no. I was a child I was bigger I had like these daddy long legs and I was so bitter all the other kids could fit on those big wheels and I couldn't yeah. though to not completely offend Dylan um, I did just sell him my XR 650R which is a notoriously tall bike mm-hmm. and he's riding it fine no. so yeah, the uh, the American Super Camp guys use XR hundreds to teach you how of of riders of all sizes, right. mm-hmm. and then yep. uh, Colin Edwards at his Texas Tornado Camps using TTR one twenty fives. I've seen some three hundred plus pound fellas throwing them around pretty good. Right. Yep. Yeah. Just so the I think he's so small. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all. Are you using it to learn, or is it a bike that you're really going to go riding somewhere on? Yeah. And if you're using it to learn how to slide, yeah. If you want to actually go somewhere on it, no, no, no. Yeah. Actually, apparently, Super Camp is closing down. Are they? Seriously? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. The last California session was a little while ago. Are they shutting down in California, or are they going? I don't know. And it could be complete, utter rumor mill. Yeah. Hmm. We've got that Rich Oliver guy down south. Roms. Yep. So, Charles, uh, back to you again. You recently did not one, but two Iron Butts. Can you give us the 
the abbreviated because I know how you go into your storytelling. I'll yeah. try to be real quick. Is it one for each cheek? <laughs> so um, how far did you go? Where'd you go? How'd it go? From San Jose to Loreto, Baja, California, which is 1,200 miles. And the idea is to do 1,000 miles in under 24 hours. A uh, group goes down there fishing every year. A buddy of mine and I said, wouldn't it be epic if we rode down and met them at the hotel? Yeah, man, that'd be awesome. We need to leave early. We need to get there early. We don't want to be in the desert in the middle of the night. We're going to get to San Diego at 6 in the morning. We showed up in San Diego at about 11 a.m., and I knew we were going to be in the desert in the middle of the damn mm. night. Mm. But uh, went down on a left Thursday midnight, got there basically really early Saturday morning, about 23 hours later. Uh, my buddy crashed his bike about 100 miles from the hotel, completely Ooh. destroyed a brand-new Triumph on, Explorer. Hold on. Let's back Ooh. up. Ooh. You left at midnight? And got there 23 hours later in the morning. Something's, am I right? Is something not making sense here? Yeah, I don't know. I can't do all the math. <laughs> I know you're not good at math. It was dark. <laughs> 23 hours later would be 11 o'clock at night. The next day. But it was yeah. Saturday. So it was over. Oh, yeah. Uh, it must have been o- a little over. The days of the week still have the same hours in there. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the part I can't remember, we got, <laughs> we got to a place called Guero Negro, which had been 1,000 miles. So we had the guy sign off. And then from there, it was we got 300 more miles to go to get the hotel. Uh, okay. But anyway, whatever. Whatever. I got down there. I don't know what day it was. I was, I on, I was After the first 18 hours, you kind of go on instinct. You don't know right. what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, how, how many Sounds iron butts have, have you done before? Uh, I did one from Austin out to here. It was okay. a bad idea. And it took me quite a long time to remember how much I hated doing it. I figured that out at about San Diego. So uh, spent the night at the hotel, went fishing the next day. The next day, I figured I've got to come home alone because my buddy's bike gone. He's flying back. Oh, yeah. So you want to tell us what happened to your buddy's bike? He fell down. It got broken. <laughs> but your buddy Abbreviated. Did. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. Well, that's good. For the most part. What happened to the bike? How did he crash? Previous mental trauma notwithstanding. He thought he saw a dog, maybe didn't, maybe did, swerved to miss Oof. said dog, fell off the road into the ditch, uh, broke the headstock on the bike, twisted the forks, pushed the wheel back up, front wheel up to the engine cases. Somehow the bike rolled because it smashed the top case. Um, oh, wow. You know, man. whatever. And, and he yeah. walked away okay? He's got a huge bruise on the inside of his thigh that he keeps whining about, but, you know. Ouch. But, but well. there wasn't broken bones. So then uh, went fishing, left the, the next day, so, I don't know, 24, 48, whatever. Left at about 6 in the morning from Loretto, figuring I'll just haul ass home and uh, might as well do another one. <laughs> so I uh, did. Wow. So... Uh, what, Distance riding, lots of fun. Had you forgotten by that time how much you hated it? Oh, no. Did it get any better on the return trip? Um, I stopped in Villa de Jesus and Maria to, to get gas, and, and a little lady walked out from the Pemex station, and because and, and, it's all full-service gas, and she said, are you a movie star? <laughs> and I looked at her, and I said, yes, yes, <laughs> yes I, I am. <laughs> and then she said, have you been in any movies that I would have seen? And I looked at her and I said, ma'am, I don't think a lady like you would watch movies like that. (laughs) Now, I'm in a head-to-toe era stitch, and she looks directly at my junk. (laughs) She knew what kind of movies those were. That was pretty much the highlight of my trip. (laughs) Right. Wow. So, um, are you going to do another Iron Butt? I think there's about 15 years in between the last time I did it. Yeah. So, so yeah, probably about the same thing. It's going to take me a while to remember how much I hated it. <laughs> so I'm trying to remember myself. So, well, like, what hour starts to get squirrely for you? What hour do you think you're pushing it? Well, I started getting squirrely around hour 21 or so. Yeah. That's That's when I started seeing things. Mm-hmm. We left San Jose, and my buddy Brad started complaining before we got to Morgan Hill. Um, Which is 15 minutes he, away. He had strapped wow. spare gas cans onto his top case. The strap got tied up in his rear wheel, spun around, broke, ejecting the, the gas cans <laughs> to either side, somehow breaking the sensor off so he didn't have a speedometer. And just he kind of whined from there on in. Um, he's a great guy, but, you know, it was so it made the trip just a little bit more difficult. Secure your load. Did you... Um, for the monotony, did you have music or anything? No, I love the 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 music is the motor. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I folks, disagree folks, with that. I can't, yeah. I can't listen to headphones. I can't. I don't carry communications device. I just nah. I'm in it to ride. I want to be wrapped up yeah. inside my head, solving the world's problems. Yeah, it's good to kind of go away from everything. Get else. in the zone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, the reason it's called the iron butt because at a certain hour your butt starts to ache what hour is mm-hmm. that for you uh two or three days later <laughs> really yeah. your, your butt wow. isn't aching on the bike no man you just you sort of space that out you don't worry about it you, you worry about the important things it's sort of the clock is always ticking where am i when do i need to stop how quickly can i get my gas instead of oh this hurts or that's well, remember that when someone offers you, you're up the butt bike. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do. I just remember, like, I'd be looking down at my gas gauge and going, oh, i got to stop for gas again. Like, right. you get really? into this groove, yep. you know, and you just want to keep going. You're putting on yep. miles. Everything's good. It's like, wow, i got to pull over again. Well, what has it been, 200 well, miles already? Yep. Well, <laughs> you know, a 1,000 mile in, in, in 24 hours is pretty fun. There's the Iron Butt Rally, which is 11 days of 1,000 miles a day. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. That, that just does not intrigue me at all. And I love the fact that they do these for extra points, little sidetrack. Mm-hmm. To Prudhoe Bay, Alaska. <laughs> yeah, or, like, or, yeah the, the bun burner and the rest. Or... No, no, no. During the rally. For extra so points. If you go yeah. around the lake, instead of taking the ferry, you get extra points. It's like it's just right. little extra things they throw in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Extra misery. Like the masochist <laughs> motorcycle rally. <laughs> yeah, so that that's why you're, it's still fresh in your head. That's why you don't want to do our our ten butt two hundred. I rode a Honda <laughs> ST ninety from Austin, Texas to Puerto Angel, Mexico once a ninety, and um, I asked in Mexico, say, uh, guys, how much is a ticket back to the U.S. on a bus? <laughs> oh, uh, seventy four pesos. Want to buy a bike for seventy five pesos? <laughs> <laughs> Done. Took the bus home. Little bikes are fun to ride for a while, but yeah, it's it's just too much work for me. Why did you even set out on that trip? What were you thinking? I was young, dumb, full of cum. I thought it'd be a hell of a good time. Okay. Let's go down to Mexico and party. Pretty <laughs> hell is the furthest south place you can get before you turn back up the Yucatan Peninsula. I thought, be wonderful, be awesome. It wasn't. It was horrible. Did you find the donkey show? I have seen the donkey show. <laughs> you see it twice. Because you bring a friend and say, you got to see this. The second, the second time you're watching it, you're like, yeah, I never want to see this again. <laughs> so I want to just tell one of the, my favorite stories of Charles. Um, years ago, uh, the Recycle Garage, first time I had an open house, a bunch of people came over and, and you, Charles, came over on your uh, BMW with the sidecar with your wife and small child in the sidecar and this was what year was this like a i'm not good with math 74 or something what was it it was oh oh, what year was the bike yeah not oh that part i'm great with it was a 74 motor connected to a 62 frame and a 1935 sidecar wow yes that he had spent over a year getting this thing all constructed and reconstructed and built and so he'd have something he could take his young child in on rides and so they came over the hill so to come from San Jose to here you have to go over 17 which is one of our favorite mountain highways it's like a racetrack over a mountain (laughs) like it's fun (laughs) filled with idiot Um, drivers (laughs) and and I remember you said that going back you were having some issues with the sidecar with the ignition cutting out and cutting back in you had a wiring problem every time i hit the rear brake and the light came on the bike would die okay so for anyone who has ridden a sidecar bike there's depending upon if it's it's pulling or pushing the counter steering it keeps changing so uh, you were saying you're on this mountain with your whole family and you're, you're in a turn and then the bike would cut off and now like you have to change your counter steering and it was just like the sketchiest ride with your entire family all in one <laughs> one ride wow how what was your recall of it well i love motorcycles yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of motorcycle was this this is an old school bmw oh, okay wow. called the conversion because it had a modern engine in it so you could blah 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 whatever mm. it was fun cool riding sidecars is one of the worst things in the world uh <laughs> I, I, I built it with the idea that my kid would love it 
the thing he liked to do is pull up next to the van with the soccer mom in it and and look up at the soccer mom and sweetly wave this little blonde-haired angel and when she looked away he'd look at the kids in the back seat and give them all the finger and i'm in a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> and i asked him you know help me change the oil why well you're it's going to be your bike you need to learn how to work on it oh i don't want it daddy i like the harley and about three days later i sold the sidecar miserable things uh, <laughs> very good yeah, so for anyone who's ever wanted a sidecar, I know, I mean, I've always like looked at the URLs and went, oh, someday I'll oh, have one of those. Oh, they misspelled that. They left the I-N out in the middle. Sure. Urinal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Please don't do it. I'll, I'll um, talk you out of yeah, it. Yeah, Charles, Charles will, yeah. Hey, they got two-wheel drive. Email us if you're thinking you're wanting a sidecar. <laughs> uh, I'll forward your email to Charles and I'll he will talk, talk you, you out, out of it. it. Yep, yep, yep. I'll save you. <laughs> Great fun in the snow. That we don't have here. <laughs> so is a dirt bike. Yeah. Did you put a Taco Bell tray in one of the wheels and do reverse burnouts or whatever like they do with the front wheel drive cars or something? Never mind. What? What, what the f are you talking the, the, You know, yeah, some people know. <laughs> Taco Bell trays and yet. No, McDonald's. McDonald's, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you put them underneath the wheels, you hit the e-brake and you can do donuts. There you go. Everybody did that. What? What? In your car. Oh, right. What? He was making. No, for the car, you just unhook the wires on the two front ones so you can Who just lock up the rear. cars? <laughs> <laughs> when we're young, we're and going stupid. to a dark place. Just forget it. <laughs> yeah, this is you, neither a McDonald's or a car podcast. May I remind you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can try putting uh, the trays under a motorcycle wheel. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> watch it fly and decapitate somebody. I'm, I'm sure we can get Lucas to try it. <laughs> <laughs> So you can take two of the trays, strap them to your feet, and use those as sliders. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey, the chariots. We can make chariots out of the We need to come up with stupid oh, yeah. human tricks for the upcoming ride. Yep, for Day of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. We, we need to come up with We hey, say this every year, and it's going to be the same stupid shit every year. I know. Well. <laughs> Just use road flares involved somehow. Can we involve rockets this year? No. No, it's hard to clean up. <laughs> no, we cannot. Mm, <laughs> we, oh, uh, water balloons? Sure. I have some sparklers. <laughs> In the daytime? Get out. Get out. Oh, I got a unitard. Will you put it on? You can run around the sparklers. That will Dude, probably be Dude, I should do wheelies in a singlet and sparklers, and I can get like a... That's it. Yeah. We have it. There's there our finale. Go. It's definitely got the stupid of the human. <laughs> so, Adrian, can you tell everyone how to reach us? No, I can't. <laughs> um, you hit you open at www.google.com and you type motorcycles and misfits in it <laughs> you can you can find yeah. it you're looking you at something. me with this very smug look like oh. <laughs> <laughs> motorcyclesmisfits.com you can find us uh, on our Facebook yeah. page yeah. <laughs> the Facebook page is Recycle garage. Santa Cruz that's re-cycle Santa Cruz yeah uh, Motor like, Recycle Motorcycle Garage at gmail.com email us there uh, check out our Facebook page um, we have a YouTube page as well just search for Recycle Santa Cruz and rate us on iTunes yes um, please please but we love the emails yes as you can see we will read them so email us mm -hmm. we do and Riley if you get this send us another email I want an update yeah Definitely. And Jorge, too. I want to update on that supermoto. There you go. All right. So I think that wraps it up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh, finally. Really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Liza. Douglas. Adrian. Charles. Josh. Bagel. This is Nock. We out. Go, go. Go, go.